0: Eat my catfish studios. It's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts Randy Rainwater and Rick Shaper. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air.
2: Hour number two of Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the Capital City.
0: Ray Tucker on DriveTime Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey.
3: Hey, guys.
2: Arkansas made another move today from the transfer portal. A position that you've been talking about, if nothing else, additional depth at that particular position. But this looks like maybe a potential starter on the defense maybe this fall.
3: Yeah, I mean, always good to get depth when you can get a guy that, you know, registered 70 tackles last season at a quality program, Cincinnati, former four-star recruit coming out of high school. That's certainly uh, nice to have. Jaheim Thomas, 6'4", 245, a big, big linebacker who's got two years of eligibility left. Um, Nice addition. And I think we've mentioned him a couple times on the show, but uh, he's, you know, he's a nice pickup. That's, That's about all you can ask for out of the transfer portal. So to get two guys like uh, like they've got at linebacker with Antonio Greer and now Jaheim Thomas, uh, that's that's pretty solid. I uh, knew that they were eyeing two. They wanted to bring in two. And, I mean, I'm almost about to cry, Randy, but I feel like for the first time it's a surplus <laughs> at
2: linebacker. <laughs>
3: Feels like a
4: surplus.
2: I don't want you to get emotional, Trey. We can't yeah, handle it. No, it's a big deal. To.
4: We're happy. We're happy. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Right. It
2: feels like it, I
3: can't remember the last time I've, I felt like wow. They, you know, and and here's the deal too with with linebacker. I mean, even before Greer came in, technically the numbers were
2: about where they should have
3: been. So they're yeah they're really a couple more than they even really needed. But you know, with with so many young guys, you had you know big class last year, talented guys. Um, you got a big freshman class coming in. Mm-hmm you know, you're, you're definitely a little bit young in the room, so you did need to ask, you know, the, the formula of a 3D plus one doesn't work all the way around because, you know, you, you need to make sure that you have a lot of veterans up at the top.
2: I have been meaning to ask this for a while, and so I'll ask it now. Um, when you did the scholarship distribution, and yet when I look at uh, this was by Danny. Uh, Danny had yet to add him in to the linebacker mix. But uh, just taking Danny's story as an example, mm-hmm. Antonio Greer is listed first. Does that have any meaning at all? I mean, on mine, it's just listed in order of, of age.
3: So Antonio's a redshirt super gotcha. senior, so he'd be at the top and then Thomas would be redshirt junior, and then Chris Paul, redshirt sophomore, Jordan Crook, Manny Powell, okay. Jordan Crook, Manny Powell, sophomores, Kate and Henley, redshirt sophomore, and then all the freshmen.
2: Okay. I mean, I'm just, because um, Antonio Greer, and maybe Trey did the same thing now that I look at it, uh, or Trey, Danny did the same thing. He's got Greer at the top, but he is a redshirt super senior then Chris Paul, then Jordan Crook, Mandy Powell, and so forth and so on. Uh, so I see what I'm guessing both of you did. You listed them by age uh, in regards eligibility because Antonio Greer, then Jaheim Thomas, as you mentioned, I won't be repetitive, but I, I, I just wanted to make sure that's the way it was. Uh, when you said you almost went into tears, I thought what you were going to say, uh, rather than having more than just now depth at the linebacker position, was Thomas and his size. Because you have been preaching and and saying, we want bigger linebackers. 6'4", 245. I thought that's really what you were talking about, Trey, when you were getting close to tears, because that, to me, is the perfect size, 6'4", 245.
3: Yeah, and I think he's a guy that could, you know, also help them when they go that, you know, 4-3 look. Because they've been using, um, let's see, they've been using, what did they use out there? I know they used Kirk. Carson Dean. Well, when they went to, no, they used Carson Dean. And I, I guess it was, uh, I guess it was Brad Spence. who, Yeah, yeah, 23, if I memory it's So um 22 and 23. So, yeah, when they went to the 4-3 look on defense, they the outside guy was kind of a bigger linebacker, I mean Carson Dean, you know, he's 6-4 himself, you know. So, 6-4, 235 or so. So, he's also a bigger type of linebacker. So, when they added him, you know, when we saw that they were recruiting obviously when he visited and everything, um kind of thinking that, you know, he could be a guy that would would pop out in that, you know, when they had that 4-3, but also play inside in their in their in their 4-2-6. Or excuse me, 425. 426 would be great. 425, though. <laughs> All
2: right, Trey, as we count down to the magical number of 85, does that mean 79 is now the new current number?
3: 79. 79. Uh, so they got 45 players returning, 34 new additions, That's wow. 20 high school recruits, and 14 transfers. Wow! So they got they can add six more, so it could be a twenty
2: twenty class twenty and twenty high school and twenty transfers. So now look into your crystal ball. Uh, You had uh, another article in HogSports dot com. Arkansas's remaining transfer portal needs. What are you projecting next? Mm
3: Well, they're good to go at linebacker now,
2: so that's good. I still think they need two
3: defensive backs, preferably safeties. Uh, if not safeties, then, you know, good quality guys where they can move somebody else to safety. I think they'll still probably move a cornerback to safety. So, But ideally, you need, whether it's moving players around or whatever, you need two more defensive backs, backs and two of them need to be safeties. Um, so... That would be two of the spots that are remaining. Good at linebacker, I think they need one more defensive tackle. Uh, Danny's got an article that breaks down, you know, some of the guys that you need to know. Uh, Keeby Rose out of Louisiana Tech, six three three zero three, would be a guy that would, as he puts, make a lot of sense at this stage. Um, you know, and like with the linebacker too, Randy, it's not so much that like they didn't have good enough players. You know, it's just like. Somebody's going to get hurt, you know, at every level. And when that happens, you don't need to be in a situation like you were with, you know, Brooks Ellis back in 2015, where he can't even breathe because he's been on the field so long and he's trying to chase down Derrick Henry. You know, you, you just you don't want to be in that state in the fourth quarter. It's the same way with the defensive line. You you want to be able to keep your guys healthy. for when you get to the fourth quarter, you can put your best guys in there and they're nice and fresh. Uh, so that's why you know it's not like Torian Carter, Eric Gregory, and. Um, Tank Booker and uh, Cam Ball can't get it done. It's just uh, too deep isn't necessarily enough anymore, especially in this climate where you can go and add players. who are ready to go out of the transfer portal. So, two two safeties, one more defensive tackle. I still would like to see them add a big tight end, a guy that can you know they can put in a short yarded situation and, and block or sneak out and catch a pass, be a threat to do both, uh, and. I mean, really, a wide receiver and an offensive lineman. And really, I mean, they could use they could use two offensive linemen to get the numbers right. But I think they've they've got enough quality players at the top, you know, competing. They've got like you know six guys that are legitimately competing for starting spots, and then you know a few other guys, a couple other guys that are that are right there, you know, Chamblee, Marion Harris. Those guys, you know, probably need a little bit more development, but bright future. They've also got some pretty good walk-ons. Josh Street, Brooks Edmondson, you know, some of those guys. Uh, So they've got some some pretty good walk-ons. So I would say just, you know, one offensive lineman and you're fine. That gets you to 15. Ideally, you'd be at 16, but 15 is fine. Uh, Wide receiver, I got them at 8. So they they definitely need to get one more wide receiver. Um, And they've offered quite a number of them. And Danny's got a list of of all the guys to to keep an eye on um, right now. But and speaking of, you know, keep an eye on one of them Keon Coleman, um, who's out of Michigan State. Michigan State, in the, within the last couple of days, had their starting quarterback and their best wide receiver enter the transfer portal. Mm. I and mean, can you imagine? Mm-mm. You imagine you're getting down to the last couple of days of the transfer portal and you lose mm. KJ Jefferson and. Rocket Sanders, something like that, something caliber like that. I mean, that just that, that would uh, that would be tough, and that would definitely, to me, raise some questions about what's going on with the coaching staff. I
2: mean, yeah, exactly.
5: And if no used to in, in that case, but... And, and if you just tuned in, Trey did not say, that's what happened. <laughs>
3: no, that's not what's happened. I'm just trying to put it in perspective for Arkansas fans.
5: Like I know you, wake you are. Up one day, somebody's channel surface and they go like, what did he just yeah. say? <laughs> <That's the wrong laughs> like, <thing>.
4: what?
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, but you, you know, you turn,
3: you, you know, you wake up in the morning and you see the guys of that caliber that have exited your program. I mean, that would just be huh. brutal. So, I don't know what's going on at Michigan State, but... Uh, there's a good wide receiver and a good quarterback in the portal. And we do know
4: that their coach is making, what, $9 million a year after he had one good year. Yeah.
5: So good yeah. luck. He's only Tucker <laughs> making that, I'll tell
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk with uh, Savage. Savage, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey.
6: Yeah, Trey, you know, I'm, I'm really, really just
2: kicking your brain on this. Now, linebackers, you know, where, where do they fall on this list? I mean, you named about every position. Uh, where, where are we going to fall this year on linebackers?
3: What do you mean fall this year? How
5: do, well, we, I mean, how do we stack up?
3: Yeah. Well, I think they stack up pretty good now. Yeah. I, I've liked, you know, Jordan Crook, Manny Powell, um, you know, Carson Dean also in that in that mix. Um, Pooh Paul. You know, those guys that they already had, I think, have really high ceilings. I mean, like, I think that those guys... Are all going to be good linebackers?
2: I like Crook.
3: Yeah, I like Crook a lot too. Um, so, well, and we
2: and we really know what a linebacker should look like as far as Drew Sanders. Did any of these kids fit that bill outside football?
3: Uh, I mean, Drew Sanders is pretty unique player. Uh, you know, physically, right. like size-wise, you know, Carson Dean is that size. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to say he's like the next Drew Sanders or anything like that, but, uh, you know, to be six four, two thirty seven, 237, and run a 4.59 in the 40 with a 37-inch vertical is pretty impressive stuff. So I don't know that I'm ready to say that. Uh, you know, a guy that I think has a ton of upside, you know, just from size and potential and all that stuff is Manny Powell. Powell, will, Powell is really put together, like, shredded, uh, he's got good size, 235 ish. Um, you know, he's a guy that might have as, as big an upside as any of them. But uh, you know, they they're just young, and you know, to look at, to me, looking at him and Poo I think Poo you know, he could potentially have an all I sixty type of season if he if he has, you know, stays healthy and and hopefully being able to rotate some linebacker stuff is going to keep those guys healthy. I mean, last year. They got pretty banged up, but they pretty much had a three-man rotation at linebacker with, with Pupall, Bumperpool, and Drew Sanders. The year before that, three-man rotation. The year before that, three-man rotation. It's just like, it's what it's always been. But now, I mean, you have the opportunity to, I mean, I don't know if they'll do six, but they could, I think. I think they could do six, you know, if they stay healthy. So, good thing. Right. I just
2: got one more thing. Uh, I got Trey, your daughter's always doing uh, cool stuff. Uh, My oldest daughter just got the... If you go to the B section of the Arkansas paper, she's got a pretty good article in there that she wrote on the the health of mothers. She's got to interview a pretty big actress, and it's in the paper today. So pretty proud of her. And then, what was the news of it? Did they ever come out and say what happened to the... uh, Was it Chris Smith that passed away? Did they ever
7: give the details on what happened to him?
2: I don't know. I've not seen it.
4: No. No. Yeah, 31 years old. We know that. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it, guys.
2: Thank you, Savage. Let's talk with Stat. Stat, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey.
6: I got a quick question about the transfer portal because that thing just drives me crazy just thinking about it. Uh, there is a recent player that transferred to LSU point guard. She was a no-contact transfer. No contact in every sport or just certain sports? Because I had never heard that term before.
2: No contact. No contact. Transfer. I've never heard
3: of that before. Are they Are they suggesting that reach he out non- to her. Are they suggesting that he was unrecruited and enrolled, so they would be able to count the scholarship kind some kind of weird way? I don't know if that's a thing anymore. Now that you have unlimited, I don't know what that means. Non-contact transfer.
6: Yeah, she could reach out to the other teams. But they couldn't like actively recruit her unless she had reached out to them Was what the article thought. But I never heard that term, and I thought, okay, so I called the afternoon show, and they were stumped. So I thought I'd call Trey, and evidently he stumped too.
3: I'm stumped. I've not heard that
2: before.
6: I mean, I've when did they like, when
2: they outlaw tampering?
6: <laughs> you know, you have people. Uh, you have the guy from. Uh, Michigan announced he was going to Iowa before the portal even opened in December. Mm. That one baffled me too, but I'll hang up and listen, and uh, if I find the an answer, I'll let y'all know.
8: Yeah, that I would mean be tampering's
2: good. been going on forever. Why does that stop anybody?
6: Yeah,
3: I um, yeah, I don't. I guess
2: I'd have to know more context
3: about it, but you know, in the past when they've had non-recruited. Uh, player, like a non recruited player would join your roster, you would be able to, and that means like you couldn't do in home visits with them. They couldn't take an official visit to your school. Right. That's all that meant. But that allowed you to, um, you know, count them towards a different class. But that doesn't matter anymore because it's unlimited scholarships. At least it is in, in football. Maybe it's, I don't know how it would work for basketball.
2: <laughs> I have never heard of that before. No. Yes, I have now. Uh, by the way, Drew Sanders became the first Arkansas linebacker to be selected since Drake Greenlaw, 2019, highest selected since Quentin Caver, 2001.
3: Arkansas has got to produce more than two NFL yes. players a year. Yes. So that's just not, that's just not good enough. Um, they haven't been good there were players, players in the SEC. Yeah, 62 players in the SEC that were drafted and Arkansas had 3.2% of them, and that's just... I mean, there were plenty of schools. Probably, I think, like, six schools had, you know, five, six guys drafted. I'm not saying, like, be Alabama and Georgia right now and have ten, but, you know, Arkansas should have five, six guys drafted, especially in this climate with the transfer portal and being able to have quality players. Everybody. Um, two's just not enough. Now, looking ahead to next year, maybe there's a possibility that they could get to that number, but...
2: Yeah, they got to do better than that. Alabama and Georgia tied with 10 (laughs) players each picked Mm -hmm. in the 2023 NFL draft. Those
3: two in LSU every year. They've got a
2: lot of them. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think LSU did six this year. South Carolina had five, you know. So, um, yeah, Arkansas is, I mean, I think it's kind of interesting, like, the last time they had, what is the
2: record since they went to seven? Is it six? Fifteen players in 2022, Georgia.
3: No, I mean for Arkansas. Arkansas. Oh, Street.
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah,
3: I know in 2004 and 2008, I think that they had six in those years. And those years, they also had two first-rounders in each of those years as well. So, um I mean, you got to win a lot of games. You got to win If you win games, you have a successful season. Usually, you have a high number of draft picks. So, but uh, two's not enough. Arkansas's got to got to produce more.
2: Florida six, LSU six, Tennessee, Auburn, South Carolina five.
3: Half of your starters should be draft picks, should they not? Like if you've got half eleven, yeah, that's that's a lot. Half, but they're not all coming out in the same year. You know? I just see. like Yeah, okay. You know, if you've got twenty two guys out there, then eleven of them should be NFL players. Eventually.
6: You know, yeah. I mean
4: Well, good point. You know, good point. I mean if you're if you're that good. I just made your comments on the linebackers. Arkansas has been woefully shy of excellent linebackers. And yeah, to think that yeah. they haven't had one drafted as high as the third round in twenty two years. That just shows you recruiting deficiencies there. They've had some good linebackers, mm-hmm. but none like Sanders that you look at and say that guy is going to play in the NFL.
3: Right, right, right. I mean, and Drew Morgan, or excuse me, uh, Grant Morgan was a really good linebacker for Arkansas, but you know, he wasn't the size that you no. that you would
7: view in the, the NFL State. as an
3: ideal size. Yeah, right. And he had a lot of heart and you know a lot of leadership. But the NFL is full of guys with heart and leadership that are 6'4", 245.
5: <laughs> and when you look around the SEC, there are linebackers that run a four 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 five 4 that give you fits, and, and Arkansas is not having any of those, and, and that's what you have to have to win in the SEC.
3: Yeah, it certainly yeah. helps.
2: Let's talk to Boss Hogg. Boss Hogg, you got a question or comment for Trey?
6: What's up, fellas? How y'all doing, What's Trey? What's up, buddy? Good, everybody. How are you? Hey, man, we need a bunch of Quentin Corriott.
2: I'm, 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 I'm proud. I'm excited. But uh, I tell you, we're going to be able to run the ball. We're going to – I believe our – Randy, if I'm not mistaken, and you correct me, and
7: Rick, uh, is our, our wide receivers. Man, I'm just concerned about us getting open. And we need safety help in the backfield. The kid,
6: you know, the 24, McAdoo, is going to be a stud. defensive back, I believe, in my own opinion. Uh, but, yeah, if you would, just you guys elaborate on
2: that. And, Rick, why I disagree with you not giving
4: Randy hell for our Orioles to be on top of the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tour. Look, this as bad as it's been in recent
2: years, we'll hold off. Wait till the season's Give over. Give
7: him we'll hell. Love you guys. Thank you, Boss Hog. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, Trey, All right. we will talk Thanks, with Tom. you tomorrow. Okay, bye, guys. That is Trey Media of Com being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company. No Jared Wagner today, unfortunately. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment.
1: Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only.
9: Clint Turner here for Low T Center. Guys, there are a lot of people out there talking about testosterone, but I want you to do your homework, man. I want you to make sure that you choose a provider that you can trust. The provider that I trust, the provider that I recommend, is Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. I've been a client for five plus years now. Low T Center exclusively specializes in men's wellness. They check all your levels, not just your testosterone, and they determine the cause of any symptoms you're having and whether you're a candidate for Low T or something else like low thyroid or even sleep apnea. Typically, their annual health assessment is completely covered by health insurance and I'm telling you folks they check everything including PSA which is your prostate levels and they check thyroid, liver and kidney function, cholesterol glucose levels and much more. Low T Center has affordable and convenient options for treatment including monitored self-inject treatment that ships directly to you each month so no need to come to the center each week. Make your health a priority this new year and schedule your annual health assessment at Low T Center today. It's covered by most health insurance or less than $100 cash pay. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com Low T Center, reinventing men's health here.
1: The Arkansas Golf Center in Conway is recognized as a perennial Golf Digest Top 100 fitter and multi year best in state for golf instruction. The award winning pros at Arkansas Golf Center utilize industry leading technology like Trackman 4 and Foresight GC Quad Launch Monitors to measure your golf swing needs. With a matched low price guarantee and 0% financing available, you'll never pay more while shopping local. Go to argolfcenter.com to find out more and book your lesson
8: we work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dilate. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. Our hearts go out to the hundreds of people whose homes were damaged or destroyed in the recent tornado. The amount of property lost is overwhelming. We know this is a stressful time and we're here to help if we can. I want to tell you about a few discounts and low finance rates we have. We have 1.9% financing available on the Bighorn Ram Crew Cabs. We also have up to $9,000 off on the Laramie Crew Cab. Four by fours. And we have $7,000 off on New Grand Cherokee Limited. Just look for the green tags, folks. The green tag is my very best price. There is no haggling, no negotiating. We have all of our inventory marked. We have lots of inventory for you to look at. And we are making deals because it's a time that we need to help. We want to earn your business. Just tell us what we can do. Come see us today at Fletcher Dodge and Warden Road in Sherwood. Or you can shop us online anytime at FletcherDeals.com.
0: Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. Yo hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network.
2: Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker. I'm Randy Rainwater. Double B's, the calendar has changed, meaning it is now May. That means a lot of great new specials. But you know one thing is constant and that is Chester's chicken and Big Rock pizza. That's a constant. In Cersei of the day, I had to go by, pick up some Chester's chicken and just for good measure, a Big Rock pizza. Now, you know why not. And uh mentioned the calendar at turn, which means there's some Fantastic new specials. Now, one special that did return that I think is uh, outstanding. That is the twenty-ounce crush, the old orange Orange crush. Crush, Yes, sir, dollar fifty. The one liter of brisk tea. I can't tell you, Raymond, how many thousands of dollars I have saved since Reed now leaves in Fayetteville, because I think I own part distributorship and the uh the Brist tea. He loved he loved that liter of brisk tea. Good part about it, just a dollar twenty five that those dollars add up. Thirty two ounce Snapple, just two dollars, and just in time for the ball season, meaning baseball for those of you that play in leagues and otherwise, twenty eight ounce Gatorade, two for four fifty. Two for four fifty. So be sure check out the specials for the month of May, and be sure and ask about the rewards card where you can save money on purchases at all the stores. It's Double B's where you gas it, grab it, and go.
5: It's Double B's. My usual haul as I'm coming in here on Mondays is I stop at Double B's down here and I get Hostess orange cupcakes. Cheetos, and salt and vinegar chips. I don't see any of those. Well, I was running behind today. <laughs> oh, okay. I, saying, I see none in front of you. I didn't have time to stop. That's talking smack minus the smack. Well, I used to have those big old fat cinnamon rolls, and if they had any left by the time I got in there, I'd get two or three of them and warm them up for breakfast every day. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my I miss those babies. Oh, my goodness. Can you believe it, Raymond? This is all
2: draft-related
5: You know what, Randy? Uh, You should work for the Forestry Service because you kill a tree every day. (laughs) Uh,
2: This is all about the draft. And um, this is player for player that was selected. All 279, I guess. But uh, some interesting stuff. Interesting facts what do you mean, player for player? What does that mean? Well I just means like everybody drafted everybody that was drafted.
4: Yeah.
2: In every round, it's got a bile of that player. Oh, okay. And as an example, starts off with the number one overall pick, Bryce Young, Alabama. And uh it says Panthers first team to trade for two or for number one overall pick since the two thousand sixteen Rams, who selected Jared Goff. It goes on and on. Did you realize did you realize this fact that Bryce Young this is a startling fact startling. is the first no really it is Rick first Alabama player in the common draft since 1967 to go first overall really wow is that not startling
4: i'd say it's a surprise Startling would
2: be like you'd fall over in your chair. Or something, well, I, uh, the way this chair goes surprise. up and down
4: it looks like I'm like I, that would be a surprise. Yes. who I mean, was the last one?
2: Did Joe Namath go number one? No, that's what they're saying. Bryce Young. Well, I mean, he'd go back since the 1967, which is the common draft era. He is the first to go overall, first right. overall pick. All right, let's
5: let's name some great Alabama players.
4: Leroy Jordan.
2: Okay.
5: Was he
4: first? Uh, then. Well, again, this is I, I, before '67.
5: All right. I, we, don't, Jordan, we don't have numbers it. in front of us. I'm just throwing some names out there. Now, first of all, I was born in the state of Alabama. I've always been an Alabama fan. Um, I don't pull for Alabama when they're in Arkansas, okay? Uh, but I, I've, I've followed Alabama football f- for most of my life. Yeah. Now, all right. So, uh, how about Johnny? What was the running back?
4: Miso? Miso. No. No. He wouldn't have been the first guy picked. No, I I'm I didn't say
1: that, right?
2: Oh, okay.
4: <laughs> I'm I'm going back to what what about Leroy Jordan? But now he goes way back before sixty seven. Yeah. Or or Joe Namath is before sixty seven.
5: So you have to go since then. M- one of the greatest since nineteen sixty seven. Right. One of the greatest was John Hanna. and Lyman. Yeah, right. Yeah. And he went he went in the first round, but I don't think he went first. He All went right. No, he didn't round. go first. He, he played for That's
4: the, what no. they're
2: saying. Bryce yeah, yeah. Young. Is the what first? About, yeah, overall, <laughs> we're pick. not
4: all on the
5: same page here. I'm telling 1992,
4: you, right? Ninety-two, <laughs> with the ninety-three draft. Remember those two defensive ends that are that Alabama had that you just looked and thought, well, who can ever run against those guys? They had
2: two of them. I can't remember their names. What's well, ironic? Those... Because Will Anderson, yeah, many thought third. was going to be number one, possibly this year. I can't believe he wasn't. But Bryce Young was.
5: Houston made a haul, maybe. Yeah,
2: they did. Yes, they did. They
5: had a trade to get no, them. No, the
2: team, uh, the team that pulled off the heist was the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh yes, they did. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yes, they did.
5: I mean, back to back. With all the stuff that goes on off, off the field and whatever, uh, and I know the the Carter kid was in a car wreck and two people died and all yeah. oh, that. hey, you passed on him. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, this is a new world we live in. Uh, I mean, that guy—he destroys people.
2: He is a baller destroyer. Let's talk with uh, Kevin. Kevin, good after. Oh, come on, Kevin. Good afternoon. Hey. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Yes,
7: sir. Uh, man, I know I probably missed uh, Hoop Scoot, and I know last week <laughs> he put out a tweet, came on here, said a few things. Uh, so, have I missed anything today or over the weekend?
2: No, sir. No, uh-oh.
4: No, forward in the transfer portal, and uh, nobody has signed yet, but Hoop Scoop's tweeting that good news is around the corner. We just don't know
5: which corner it's around. And Hoopscoop is sponsored <laughs> by Home Depot. We're looking for a shovel to get the scoop here. <laughs> <laughs> all
7: right, listen, uh,
1: that's really all Make I have shovel. to You guys I have a good one.
5: Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Goodness <laughs>
2: heaven. Okay. Where, uh, where's
1: the scoop? Is what I
5: want to know. There, no. right now, there is no scoop. No, okay. That's right. Well, sometimes we jump the gun. I mean, the TV networks jumped jumped the gun on the presidential race one year and two yeah. years or whatever It's happened. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: I don't think what Kevin has Scott no, reaches I don't the think level of to that.
4: Yeah. No, I don't think so. No.
5: Did I and, compare and, and it to, to that? Co- no. Hey, to his well,
4: credit, to his credit, he he. He knows some stuff, and when he knows he can't say it, he doesn't.
2: Then he shouldn't tease us. That's right. Well, that's he does though. He shouldn't tease us. Well,
4: what should he do? Just come on and say hi, Randy, hi Rick, hi
2: Ray. Having a good day? Yeah. So, so I can
4: take hoop scoop? Nothing I can tell you. So okay. I can do
5: I can do a Rick Schaefer and I rail at him for about thirty minutes. <laughs> so here, here's here's the deal. So years ago, um, Paul Leos and I were doing Arkansas uh tv games basketball we're playing at smu you correct me on this rick if i'm wrong and hastings got was bitten by a spider remember that
4: yeah and so he
5: wasn't going to play and eddie says are you you guys can't tell anybody well the next day orville henry had it in his article like don't tell us (laughs) stuff that we can't tell because we're going to get fired because we don't know what's going on yeah that's
2: right heard that
5: before
4: yeah
2: Let's talk to uh, Woo Pig. Woo Pig, good afternoon. This is your roving. This is your roving reporter calling from
6: Windy City. Windy, wet, and too darn cold.
4: Oh, you're uh, up in Chicago
6: again, huh? Yeah, that bad took my three weeks, and I took them early for my friend's birthday. But oh, it's nice out here. Uh, be seventy degrees on the weekend, and. Uh, not going to go to the ball game, but I'm going to go to my friend's house and watch it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, how did our team do in baseball? Uh, I don't know anything from the, the last week.
4: Get your broom. They swept Texas A&M, won all three games.
6: And how about uh, Missouri Southeast, Missouri State?
4: Lost that. Missouri State, but they lost that game.
6: They lost that one. Well, yes. I'm have keeping track, so I'll put that in as a no but the Texas a and we swept them well I'm, I'm, I got a big smile on my face
5: well he sweated the last one out and led 8-0 and won 8 oh seven. my gosh yeah. that was painful to watch
6: now you're saying on the draft go name it he got uh, drafted third I think Is to the right? Jets
4: third yeah, round oh really third, third round,
6: round.
9: Really? wait what, what was the
4: question it, what, I thought he was where the was the drafted by the Jets was it I would have guessed the oh, I pick might have been, but I don't know about third
6: well, round. Well, Randy, look in your wealth of information, and you can let us know tomorrow, because it's going to take you forever to find it.
5: Uh, back, hey, I'm going to say this uh, to you. Back then, the NFL draft was not a big deal. Well,
7: I like it. Okay, repeat your, repeat your
6: question.
2: He repeat your question. Don't it,
6: name it. Don't name it. What are you and, and was he the third pick?
2: I think he, he was either number three or number four.
6: In the drafts, right. I, somebody the said uh, third round, but... Uh, no, 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 no. I
2: First round, but it's either, either the third or fourth pick, if I remember. I, my, no, I, I
6: remember... I, the, I, here,
2: we,
5: here we go, right here. And he, he was the ninth. 12th overall pick. In 1964, despite suffering a nagging knee injury in the fourth game of his senior year at Alabama, Namath limped through the undefeated regular season to the Orange Bowl. He was a first-round draft selection by both the NFL, upstart AFL, the two competing leagues, were at the height of their bidding war, and held their respective drafts on the same day, November 28, 1964.
6: I couldn't hear, so what number was he picked? He was 12th. He was the 12th overall?
4: Wow. Yes. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. on. There were two different drafts, NFL and AFL. The St. Louis Cardinals made him the 12th pick in the NFL draft. The Jets made him the first overall pick in the AFL draft.
6: Well, now we're really getting confusing.
4: Yeah, that's why what Randy is saying is since 1967, when there was just one draft. Mm-hmm. Because for seven years, when the AFL came into existence in 1960, there were two drafts. And I think I shared this story, maybe on David Basil's show, not maybe not on here. Lance Allworth was one of the most coveted players coming out when he came out after the 61 season. And um, he was drafted, I think, by an NFL team. And I don't know when the draft was. I, did you just read, Ray, that it was in November or something? Back then, uh, maybe it was earlier, but nonetheless, <laughs> the story is that Allworth signed with the San Diego Chargers under the goalpost mm-hmm. after the Sugar Bowl game Correct. that Arkansas played and lost Ole Miss in. Uh, because that's how, you know, it was like first come, first serve, whoever could get you first, and that's how he signed with the Chargers. So there were two drafts, so Namath was picked. He was the first overall pick in the AFL draft by the Jets. Well,
6: and he wrote nylons. Yeah, yeah, he, he did. did. And, and, and he wore a fur coat,
5: And, and a mink coat 30 and, 30. And, and had a Fu
2: yeah.
5: Manchu mustache. Yeah. He oh, was on the front cover of Newsweek magazine.
2: Yeah. And that big coat. Oh, yeah. That so his fur one, coat. Yes, it was. Woo-pig. <laughs> Gotta go. Thank you, buddy. Drive Time Sports will continue.
9: Listen each Monday when Morning Mayhem's Justin Moore tests your Razorback knowledge with Razorback Trivia, presented by Capital Smokehouse and Grill, downtown Little Rock's go to lunch spot.
3: It's May, and May means more at Saracen Casino. More winning, and of course, another great vehicle giveaway. This month, play to win the hottest SUV on the market. Ford's Big Ben Bronco 4x4 from Trotter Ford. The iconic Ford Bronco is back. Better than ever with more advanced technology and creature comforts. And could be yours just for playing at Saracen. Win more in May, including a new Bronco. Saracen Casino
5: Resort.
3: Vegas, Arkansas style. You have problem? Call 800-522-4700.
9: Stop by Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy and check out Arkansas's very own Spartan Zero-Turn Mowers manufactured in Batesville. And if you're a fan of quality, look no further. Hennard's carries still handheld equipment. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live, 501-268-1987. Sullivan's Automotive and Carter Auto & Cooling, both in Little Rock, present the Bumper-to-Bumper Certified Service Center's Indoor Car Show, Saturday, May 6th, at the Conway Expo Hall. Register morning up starting at 7 a.m., or pre-register on online at btbautoparts.com. Best of show wins a $1,000 Visa gift card. There will also be best of awards for truck, muscle car, original, rat rod, corvette, and off-road, along with having class awards from pre-1949 to present. It's the Bumper to Bumper Certified Service Center's Indoor Car Show, presented by Sullivan's Automotive and Carter Auto & Cooling, both in Little Rock.
1: It's Justin Akery, and I'm reminding you that CERTA Pro is the only option when it comes to interior or exterior painting, as far as I'm concerned. Having used them a number of times over the years, I'm about to get them on a new project. I got a new deck installed and about to get them to stain it and seal it and protect it for the future. That's what it's about. It's an investment in your future with CERTA Pro Painters. You want to improve curb appeal, you want to improve the livability of your home, and you want to deal with people you trust who live locally right there in your community, then CERTA Pro Painters is the answer. Each CERTA Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at CERTAPro.com. That's CERTA with a C.
8: Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. Our hearts go out to the hundreds of people whose homes were damaged or destroyed in the recent tornado. The amount of property lost is overwhelming. We know this is a stressful time and we're here to help if we can. I want to tell you about a few discounts and low finance rates we have. We have 1.9% financing available on the Bighorn Ram Crew Cabs. We also have up to $9,000 off on the Laramie Crew Cabs cab, four by fours, and we have $7,000 off on new Grand Cherokee Limited. Just look for the green tags, folks. The green tag is my very best price. There is no haggling, no negotiating. We have all of our inventory marked. We have lots of inventory for you to look at, and we are making deals because it's a time that we need to help. We want to earn your business. Just tell us what we can do. Come see us today at Fletcher Dodge and Warden Road in Sherwood. Or you can shop us online anytime at FletcherDeals.com.
9: Sissy's Log Cabin presents Razorback outfielder Brady Slavens each week when he joins Morning Mayhem. Shop at Sissy'sLogCabin.com or stop by one of their locations in Pine Bluff, Jonesboro, Little Rock Heights, Little Rock Promenade, Memphis, or Conway.
0: Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios, Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Often imitated but never duplicated, this is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network.
4: Our trip to South Carolina was really great. I I would recommend it. Wonderful place to stay just outside of Charleston. But you know one thing they don't have? They don't have tacos for life. So when we get back, tomorrow, lunch, tacos for life. That's where you got to go. It's a great place to eat. Their menu is absolutely tremendous. They've got a lot of variety on it. All their tacos are good including my favorite, that's right, the Hawaiian Shrimp Taco. It's really, really good. You'll like the Baja Fish Taco. You're going to like anything you get there. You're going to like the quesadillas. You're going to like the nachos. You're going to like anything at Tacos for Life. But you know what you're really going to like? You're going to like that anytime you buy a meal at Tacos for Life, you are going to provide a meal for someone who is food insufficient. They've been doing that for nearly 10 years now, ever since they've been open. And they have provided... Well over 28 million meals for people in need. So enjoy Tacos for Life. Their menu's great. And every time you eat there, you're going to help somebody who needs some help with food
2: insufficient. Tacos for Life. And welcome back once again to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, who you just heard from a moment ago. Ray Tucker. I'm Randy Rainwater. Let's check in with Mr. E., Mr. E, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports.
7: Good evening, gentlemen. How are you guys doing today? Good, thank you. Craig. Good. Super. Good. Hey, I, I was uh, listening to ESPN Radio yesterday afternoon. And um, one of the guys said, look at me, you think I'm funny. Or something he said, I thought about saying, when you look at me, you think I'm funny. What <laughs> 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 what, do, what do Stan say so what
4: he, says, he says you're going to look at me funny yeah. you may look at me Here funny yeah. but so why did you see Stan yeah. did you look at him funny
7: but I, I was laughing when I heard the announcement on ESPN saying that I thought about Stan I said did Stan <laughs> the sexy phrase to that man
4: <laughs> <laughs>
7: I got a big laugh like that
4: that's great that's wonderful <laughs>
7: <laughs> well, I just want to share that with you guys. Right. Stan, if you're getting, listening,
4: say hey, Stan. National recognition for Stan. That's great.
7: Stan, if you're listening, the ESPN man said the same thing you say,
4: brother.
7: <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a good evening.
4: All right, Mr. E. Thanks for calling.
2: Thank you, Mr. E. Uh, it's only one stand, right? Right. That's okay. Right. And someday, someday, we're going to solve Mr. E. <laughs> Uh, Brian says, by way of our Asher Record Service company, Life and Feedback, um, non-contact transfers. Non-contact transfers can contact schools they want, but other schools can't contact them. So is that part of the actual option that you may have when you put your name into the transfer portal can you check off a box or however you want to say it that i've never heard of it before but you repeat it one more time so you're saying
4: the player can contact a school but the school can't contact the
2: player right unless unless that player uh tells xyz school you know he's made that that he or she has made contact with xyz school and is telling them that they can contact her about or he about the possibility of of transferring to their respective school but schools in general just can't reach out to that prospect because they are in this non-contact status that's how i read it
4: wow okay
2: I've never heard of it before. I didn't know know that was an option.
4: Categories, don't
2: we? Why why do you want to, if you're a prospective recruit, and I put my name in the transfer portal, why do I want to limit the schools who can make contact with me? I don't know. What happens if I reach out to these, these schools I do want to contact me, and they say, not interested?
4: Yeah.
2: Now what do you do? I don't know. I don't know. I think I remove my non-contact status, then.
4: Yeah. I don't know either, but I tell you, Randy, I feel bad for you. You know, earlier we had this guy called and the Orioles are better than the Yankees right now. That doesn't happen very often. I just saw they put Aaron Judge on the I.A. Yeah,
2: I saw that. And, you
4: know, he's he's such a good player. Have you looked at the Yankee box? Oh, they're pitiful.
2: Lately? They're pitiful.
4: Their offense is... is
2: Non-existent.
4: It, yeah. It, it really is. And... uh they're going to have a hard time. Think about Tampa Bay uh, is playing great. Toronto is good. The Orioles are better than they've been in a long, long time. So uh, the Red Sox aren't that good. But the Yankees right now—that's that's, that's got to be a tough time for them. How about the Tampa Bay Rays? You know they're they're twenty-three and six. I think most people wouldn't know it if they didn't follow baseball. Did you see Saturday? This is how amazing they are. They didn't have a hit for six innings. They scored ten runs in the seventh. Now, I don't know if I've ever heard of that happening before. And then, of course, they're almost impossible to beat these days. But yesterday, they're leading nine to five going into the ninth, and the White Sox scored seven runs yeah. to beat them. How just crazy! A, just it is amazing. Benintendi didn't play the last two games. I Hope he's not hurt or anything for the White Sox because he's hitting two ninety three, which is. One of the higher averages on their team. They had lost, I think, 10 straight games before they won yesterday.
5: Just goes to show Yogi Mary knew what he was talking about. Yes, he did. It ain't over until it's Never over. Never it's <laughs> over. That's right. Exactly right. Oh, by
2: the way, Rick, do you know, I, uh, Ray and I do not know the answer to this. Uh, Arkansas is about to start a huge game. Softball-wise, with Tennessee, yeah, right. Is that on the SEC network, or is that on? It's been the last couple of days on ESPN. I think it was on ESPN two and ESPN I
4: I don't know, but it would be a it'd be a prize telecast for the SEC network tonight, certainly, because they're they're always looking for good live contact, and ESPN gets first choice. So we'll check it out in a few minutes and see uh, what it's on. But yeah, that's been a, a good series so far. Arkansas getting a split. You know, Arkansas is still really good. They're not going to win the SEC this year. They've won the last two, but they're not going to win this year. But they're still really good. And but Tennessee this
5: year is the best team. So. Well, you get hot in the regionals and you never know what's going to happen. That's exactly right. It's like Ole Miss last year. Barely got in them. won the college yep. world series. That's right. And now they suck. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, they may not make the SEC tournament this year. <laughs> Can you imagine that? You just won the national championship, you got the flag up and all that,
5: and, and you don't even make your conference tournament the next year. And that just goes to show how great Dave Van Horn is, year after year yeah. after year. You, you don't you don't have where well, you go from the top to the bottom. No, well or think the about middle
4: this p- year. Yeah. What they've done this year, with two starting outfielders out. And All uh, the pitching. Course, now, Wagner was out for Tennessee, too, and they swept Tennessee. Correct. Then they lo- They have two starting outfielders out last weekend and sweep Texas A&M. And m and you got to think, and we said this last week, had Wagner been at Georgia, Georgia wouldn't have swept the Razorbacks. They might have won the series, but they wouldn't have swept them. And then, yeah, the pitching, uh, my gosh, you lose a couple of guys before the season even starts. Now you get guys you know, in and out. It's nice to see Brady Tigert back. He just pitched one inning the other day, but at least... They've got him back, and that's great. Now, Dylan Carter, we don't know about him. He was supposed to have an elbow MRI today. I guess we're going to find out this week whether he's going to be back this year or not. So, uh, hey, Peyton Stovall's got a bad shoulder. He's not going to play tomorrow night. Uh, He will. They do expect him to play this weekend at Mississippi State. And uh, Peyton Holt, the backup second baseman, has got a bad ankle, and he may not play tonight. So, can you imagine? Mm-hmm. And, and yet they still they win. So they lost to Missouri State. doesn't matter. you know you, you
5: got to win those SEC games, and they're still doing that. How about the uh, dugout interview with Taggart? Was he laid back or what? And the guys kept <laughs> me- messing with him try- trying to mess him all up and whatever. I just got a text from my friend Earl Hammond. She said, SEC Network tonight. Okay. Okay, great. Good. Very good. Now,
2: do we have that, Raymond, in the studio? Do we have... SEC Network.
9: SEC
4: well, Network. Don't, I've got it here. I can, uh, I can, I can keep you updated. Well, I've
2: I've got stat broadcast up, but uh, I kind of like to watch it as well. Yeah. All right, uh, Lyle, if you can hang on, we are up against our top of the hour break. When we come back, Patrick Bradley, Pat Bradley joins us here on Drive Time Sports. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker. I'm Randy Rainwater, hour number three, straight ahead.
1: Center in Conway is recognized as a perennial Golf Digest Top 100 fitter and multi year best in state for golf instruction. The award winning pros at Arkansas Golf Center utilize industry leading technology like Trackman 4 and Foresight GC Quad Launch Monitors to measure your golf swing needs with a matched low price guarantee and zero.